This is Indirect Kick. What's going on, Indirect fam? Uh, first things first, apologies to Greg. Scheduling was a little bad. Um, supposed to record this earlier in the week, but things happen. Um, so, uh, but anyway, I'm kind of glad from an Arsenal's perspective that we're recording today. Would have been a very different podcast. Um, of course, I am the Highbury Hunk, uh, aka a number one Barca fan from day one. And of course, we have the unbanterable and the unbiased Brian. What's going on? Hi, guys. Doing pretty good. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, so we could just uh, um, jump into it. It's been a while. Uh, I have a couple uh, CONCACAF-related things to bring up in our quick kicks if you want to you go through those real quick. Yeah, let's go. So the draws for the, um, for the Nations League, the CONCACAF Nations League, and the Gold Cup are finally out. We know who we're going to play, as in we as in the United States. Um, in the Gold Cup, we have, we're going to play Panama, Trinidad and Tobago, and Guyana. What do you think about this group? I think that's a tough group. Obviously, playing Trinidad and Tobago is going to be a challenge. And then Panama, where they made the World Cup uh, last time around and in 14 as well. So they're going to be a good team. Yeah, um, Mexico, that Mexico-Canada-Cuba uh, group is also pretty tough. It's probably the second. If there is a group of death, it's like one of those two. Yeah, I think uh, I think the U.S.'s group is, is a little tougher. This is my opinion. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Nations League, uh, Canada really can't get a break. Uh, they get United States, uh, Canada, and Cuba. That's our that's our group. Uh, Mexico will play uh, Panama and Bermuda. Um, yeah, uh, are you the are you excited about the Nations League? Or you don't really you don't think it's really going to mean anything. Well, so I was skeptical of the Nations League when they did it in uh, Europe, and it seemed to work out well, so I, I got no reason to think it's not going to work out well in uh, North America, too. So hopefully, obviously the teams aren't going to be as good as across the board as they are in Europe, but I still yeah. think it's well, a good I, I thing. Well, I think CONCACAF has improved, you know, especially seeing that we we didn't make the, the United States didn't make the World Cup. You know, I think CONCACAF is getting better. At least yeah. a little more competitive. So I think this has probably helped the region, to to be honest. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, this whole reason they have this tournament, this, this uh, Nations League thing, is to help all um, all the big teams and all the little teams as well. So hopefully it, it goes well. Yeah. Um, I got two kit-related things to bring up, and then we can move on to the, the real show. All right. Let's hear it. Um, so, uh, I think we talked about the the women's uh, World Cup kits. Um, I think we brought it up, but um, yeah. So they we finally got to see the white U.S. kit in action against Belgium. Uh, United States won six nothing. Um, uh, they look great. I'm really a big fan of these. Uh, they remind me a little bit of the uh, well, they're um, they're an ode to the 1999 team that will be China in the World Cup, but. Uh, um, they're, uh, they remind me of like the, you know, the, um, the century edition 
of the U.S. Federation, the one that uh, they won. That I, I have that kit. That's like probably my favorite U.S. kit, uh, U.S. Uh-huh. shirt. So, um, yeah, big fan of those. Also, speaking of Canada, uh, don't know if you know, but Canada has started their own league, and their and their uniforms are like way creative, way creative than MLS's. Have you, not to change the subject to MLS here real quick, but have you seen the old pictures of MLS jerseys back in like 1996, 1997? When they were doing like the fashion show or whatever? Just how insane they are. Just the patterns and the bright colors. Everybody's wearing black and white now. So yeah, that's, MLS jerseys have definitely gotten worse. Yeah, Absolutely. well, they've definitely gotten less creative. Um, yeah. but also, I mean, that, that was also the nineties. Cause you'd look at like NBA jerseys back then and like, they're, we're all, they're ugly. They're like c- cool now because like everything from the nineties is retro, but like, they're like pretty garish, I guess I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Garish is the right, right term for a lot of those jerseys. Bring yeah. it back, I say. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I did. I know, I know Kansas city did like, they did the warmups. That were basically like the old Kansas City Wiz ones. I think the Galaxy have done stuff, so I would love to see them bring those like one team bring like an alternative jersey like full time. That'd be cool. You know what team uh, has never had an interesting jersey really, and it's been the same boring colors the whole time since they've been in the league since 1996. Who? DC United. That is true. Yeah, they really stick with uh, black and red. Black and red. Yeah. Did you see like the little the environmental jerseys? I think every MLS team has, but they have DC United ones. It's like um, turquoise, I guess. Um, I don't know. It's like a light, like a light blue or like a kind of greenish blue because like for the oceans. I don't know why we don't just make those the road jerseys. They're way better than just the white T-shirt that we're wearing. No, I haven't seen those before. Um, check them out. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you a link. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for uh, for quick kicks. Um, we can move on. Let's talk some uh, some bad news. Um, DC United on Saturday got at a game we were supposed to go to, but did not enter because the tickets were way too expensive. Um, got humbled. I think that's the way the way to the perfect way to say it, in in my opinion. Yeah, they definitely got humbled. It was uh, it was an ugly and it was ugly early. Yeah, it, it was, was ugly from the start. Um, yeah, so uh, four nothing to LAFC, really showing that they're like the class of the year, the of the year of the league this year. Um, yeah, and um, uh, Diego Rossi, Carlos Vela, usual suspects for LAFC. Rossi had a hat trick. Vela scored, open scoring at the fifteenth minute. And uh, DC United just didn't look. I mean, I would say more like LAFC just was way better than them, just in every facet of the game. Yeah, it was really, yeah, it was really hard to say that there was one thing that they were better at. They were basically just better across the board. And then uh, once DC United went down to ten men, it it got even worse. Obviously, there's no chance they were coming back. Yeah, Wayne Rooney. Um, Got a red card, uh, missed the Montreal game, which ended up being zero zero. So, uh, probably not the worst result considering how good Wayne Rooney has been for DC United. But it's pretty disappointing. How does it, what are this? Is this just a a blip 
or is it a is it an actual like or is it something to be concerned about? What do you think? Uh, I don't think it's anything to be concerned. Well, it's all, it's never good to lose for nothing at home, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and to have your best player get sent off and miss the game, which he they probably missed him. They definitely missed them against Montreal, where they didn't look that great. Needed team, really. Yeah, but I mean, Montreal stinks. What's that good? <laughs> and it was a midweek game against Montreal, so uh, it was kind of felt like nobody really wanted to be there anyway. Um, but to go back to the LAFC game, they yeah, they're just not as good. I think is the long and short of it. At least right now, whether. That's going to be the case in six months from now when they're hopefully both in the playoffs. Because the season is so long, and they've still got like 28 games left. Mm. It's just really – in so many teams make the playoffs, it's hard for me to get too worked up about the results this early in the season. I know, obviously, you want to win, but – you don't want to get crushed like they did, but uh, if this if this happened in uh, August or September, I'd be more concerned. Oh yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Uh, I think we could pretty much confirm that we're going to be at the next home game. Fantastic! I'm working. I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna finally get the tickets. So shout out to everyone who uh, wanted to go to the LAC game. But I mean, it's kind of, at the end of the day, I probably saved us by like waiting too long to get the tickets. Yeah, you really did. I, mean, the, I would say though, I was a little nervous when I saw the the first shots of the stadium. It didn't look like there was that many. It was totally full, but it filled up. I'm not sure if people were just like in line for beer or something. Yeah, or just but, like the metro was delayed or something. Um. So yeah, so they had good attendance. Just uh, everybody went home disappointed, unfortunately. Yeah, I just feel like there's people who came in late and it was like, oh, this game's already like 3 nothing. Should we even like, should we just leave? Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I think um, Chris Durkin, you know, a uh, young central midfield player, is probably going to be getting a few more minutes soon. They just need more body. You know, they've been playing the same lineup, it mm-hmm. feels like. Yeah. For most of the season. And. I think uh, those guys in central midfield need need a rest, and I'd like to see Durkin in there more often. Um, and uh, I, I think didn't Yara get injured? Am I dreaming that? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard how that injury has turned out or what the prognosis is, but hopefully that's not too bad either. Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah. Um, well, I mean. That's, I mean, I'm glad Chris Durkin's going to get more minutes just because, you know, he's had a lot of hype around him. So um, you wanted to kind of see who, what he can do. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I think their next game is against, is it Colorado? Um, yeah, that's a road game. That's right. And then home against NYCFC. Yeah. So it should be Colorado. I don't know much about Colorado. I know they weren't that great last year. They've got Tim Howard. Hopefully, it's always tough to win on the road in Major League Soccer. So, we'll see how they do against Colorado. Oh, that's at 9 p.m. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, time zones. 
Um, so. One other MLS thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, how do you feel about the rumored um, the rumored rebranding of Chicago Fire? Uh, I hope they don't. But uh, would you say, well, I guess to give uh, a little context. So there are rumors that uh, the Chicago Fire are going to buy out or pay whatever they need to pay to the city of Bridgeview, like which is outside Chicago, and move mm-hmm. into Soldier Field so they can find a stadium in the city. And they're going to change their name to Chicago City FC. Ugh, so boring. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, you can't win. American soccer can't win. We name our soccer teams all these crazy things. It's like, oh, that you can't do that. And we name everything. I'm, I'm just going to interrupt you here because oh, I'm, go I'm going to lay down a marker. I'm all for the, like, ridiculous, absurd names. The, like, the Chicago Fire or... Dallas Burn. Uh, yeah, all of those. <laughs> I don't, I'm sick of the LAFCs, the NYCFCs, the Atlanta Uniteds. Give me some, like, weird mascots or something. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, you know, then then everything's, like, United City, Real, Salt Lake, and then everyone's like, oh, well, you're just copying Europe. It's like, what do you want us to do? You want us to have stupid names or you want us to be like Europe? Make a decision. Yeah, I'm, I'm on team stupid name. I, I am too. <laughs> that, so there's my, uh, that's my take there on uh, <laughs> Chicago City FC. Uh, all right, well, um, we can move on to some Premier League if you want. Yeah, let's, let's jump across the puddle. Um. I guess my question is, before we really jump into some games, is um, we both pick Liverpool to win the league. Um, how do you feel? Like, say we didn't put put any money on it, but say if you did put money on it, how would you would you feel good about your bet, or you would you feel a little nervous? Uh, I'd be definitely feeling nervous. Okay. I kind of, I kind of weirdly feel good. I feel like they keep getting away. With, I mean, they won pretty handily. Well, they won three one, but that was like that late. They were like two in succession, but um, like within the Tottenham game, they keep getting away with kind of bad performances, and they um, and they keep kind of escaping. And I think like they're just building up results and they're staying there. And I think you know we know they have the talent to like they have the talent up with Man City to be the best team in in England, but. I I don't know. It just it it they haven't really looked like dominant champions. And I guess we were like spoiled by Man City, where they were like so good all year. I mean, it's hard to say they haven't looked like Last dominant year. champions. Their their record is twenty five wins, seven draws, and one loss. They've got eighty two points through thirty three games. Well, I yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Is like, but even in like watching them, it's sometimes they're not convincing. Uh, they're not. They necess- like, I agree, they haven't. The last couple of games uh, in the Premier League, they, they've kind of had to ride their luck a little bit. But uh, they did come out. Mo Salah broke his duck uh, against Southampton recently, mm-hmm. last weekend. Scored a huge goal to go up because I mean, that was the game winner in the 80th minute. And they basically need to assume they need to win out, right? They've got five games left. I believe. Uh-huh. And next weekend, uh, coming up on Sunday, they play Chelsea. And then after Chelsea, you've got Cardiff, Huddersfield, Newcastle, and Wolves. 
depending on what Wolves is doing on the last day of the season, they probably don't have anything to play for. So if they could beat Chelsea this weekend, you would fancy them to win all the last four games. Yeah, I mean, yes, this is the real, like, last big test for them on Sunday. Um, why don't we just give it, well, you want to give a prediction now? I think they're going to do it, but I'm still nervous because Manchester City is only two points back and they've got a game in hand. Yeah, I think they're going to win too. Um, I'm going to stick with my my pick. My, yeah. my I'm going to keep that imaginary money. Yeah, so so to be clear, we're both sticking with Liverpool, but we're both nervous about which is about right. Yeah, I think I'm a little less nervous than you, though. Yeah, I think I think I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, speaking of Man City, they I think they they whooped up on well, maybe not whooped up, but uh, they beat Cardiff. Uh huh. It was two nothing, I believe. And the quadruple uh, is still on. What's that? The quadruple is still on. That's right, the quadruple. That's right. So they, to be clear, so they're they're they won the League Cup. They're in the FA Cup final. They're in the Champions League quarterfinals, and uh, they're only two points back of Liverpool in the Premier League. So, has anybody ever done the quadruple? Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I have to look it up. I not nobody's really mentioned that anybody has. Maybe back in like nineteen thirty like five or something. Well, I think, uh, you know, it's like one of those things, like, most other European leagues, they don't really have, like, this whole League Cup thing. That's, like, that, that fourth one. Yeah, I, I, I think they should get rid of the League Cup, to be honest. <laughs> hey, man, it's still a trophy, so. Uh, I guess. I mean, so is the Community Shield. It is. But, uh, but Manchester City, they're looking good um, in the league, anyway. In the Champions League, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, yes, we will. Um, I guess. Uh, oh, we should mention, you know, um, Chelsea. Um, we should mention Eden Hazard's goal against uh, against West Ham. Um, oh yeah, probably. That goal the, was probably yeah, just he looked like he just like he looked like he disappeared and reappeared and scored. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe the goal. He just like kind of went through like every defender, West Ham defender, and just like kind of appeared. And they scored. Um, he's going to yeah. do great for Real Madrid. Yeah, he is. He, he, I mean, he's been great for Chelsea. Yeah. So, you know, he gets the ball, what, like, at, uh, right in front of the box, mm-hmm. I guess, and he sort of just, uh, just dribbles right past the guy. sort of uh, insane, honestly. Like, you, you have to see a video because – the way, the ease in which he gets past, like, three defenders. Literally, he doesn't, like, really do too many dinks and dives or anything. He just sort of casually moves out of the way. Is it, if you watch it in real time, it looks like the defenders move out of the way for him. It really does. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, Eden Hazard, really good. Chelsea, what do we think of Chelsea? We're... We want to talk about the top four race that we've um, got going on right we now. Can, we can talk about the top four race, but um, let's uh, get into Arsenal. And then um, I'm going to um, stop the recording after we talk about this and then redo it for the Champions League. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Um, so 
uh, before the Napoli game, so Arsenal won two nothing at the Napoli in the Europa League. Uh, before this happened, which is why I said I was kind of glad that we did today instead of earlier in the week. I was gonna go like Stephen A. Smith on on this podcast. I was like super pissed at the way that we played against Everton. I thought it was one of the most. Uh, do I? I don't know if I would. I guess I'll hold back. It was one of the most poor performances I've seen. Not poor in the sense that like we lost because we obviously had worse losses. We lost one nothing, but just in terms of just like effort and you know really showing that it didn't really seem like there was a team that was like fighting to get back in the Champions League. You know, a chance to play against, you know, to uh, finish ahead of your top rival. They didn't play like that. And there's something about Arsenal playing on the road that is just, I don't know, they just play, they're just, they're just not good. And I don't, I don't know if it comes down to the manager or it comes down to the players, but it's something you have to fix because most of the Arsenal's next games in the Premier League are, are road games. And our next games against Watford, pretty good team, pretty good mid table team. Um, and the road, and I, you know, we'd play like that against Everton. He was, I think, you know, Wofford's, you know, around the same level, probably better. Um, what's our hope of getting? I mean, maybe you know, I'm not going to say we're not going to get any points, not get any sort of result, but what? Why can I? I can't confidently sit here and say we're going to get three points out of that game. So who does who does Arsenal have left? They have Watford on Monday. Um, on uh, they have Watford on the road, Arsenal. I mean, sorry, they have Crystal Palace on the road. I mean, sorry, Crystal Palace at home, Wolves on the road, Leicester City on the road, Brighton at home, Burnley uh, away. Okay, okay. So, I mean, like those are not gimme games at all. I mean, maybe like Brighton or Burnley. Yeah, I think um, yeah, gotta remember um. Some of those games, you know, like the last couple, like the other team may not have anything to play for, too. So I think that makes a big difference. You don't believe in playing spoiler? No. Well, that's not true. I do, but I just think, you know, Burnley on the last day of the season with nothing to play for, we're just going to, you know. Yeah. And I'm assuming, hopefully, I'm thinking Arsenal's going to have something to play for on the last day of the season unless they... I guess if they lose all their remaining games or win all of the other ones, they could be already locked in potentially. But because uh, they're right now they're sitting at sixty three points with uh, Tottenham at sixty four and Chelsea at sixty six. Chelsea playing thirty three games, Arsenal only playing thirty two. So you know if they win, they'll be tied with Chelsea in mm-hmm. third there. Well. So, uh, do you want to give a Do you want to give a, a a top four prediction? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we got Chelsea at sixty six right now, mm-hmm. Tottenham at sixty four, Arsenal sixty three, and United at sixty one. I'm gonna I'm gonna write off Manchester United. And I don't think they're gonna get in. Okay, I agree. I think uh, I'll go Tottenham and Arsenal. Okay, uh, I think. I think we're in agreement here. It, you know, it just—I guess it just then it is. Are you saying Tottenham's going to finish ahead of Arsenal? I'm not sure. Okay. Tottenham hasn't been playing that super great recently, mm-hmm. but they did just get a big win. Um, we'll see if that's enough to spur them on. They 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 cheated there. and played their in their stadiums too late. Yeah, they've got a new stadium, so that's. 
I definitely think that unfair matters. advantage. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, they haven't lost in the new stadium. That is... <laughs> <laughs> Technically true. It's not not very important. The one thing I'm worried about Tottenham is um, how significant the Harry Kane injury is. It seems like it might be bad. That might be enough for me to say they won't make it. Honestly. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll get in. We'll get into that. Um, so here, we, we always agree with each other, Brian. Here's the problem. We need to be like Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless. We need to like, that's why I kind of wish you were a little bit of a, I wish you were a union fan sometimes so we could, we could be mad at each other. We just kind of <laughs> yeah. come in here and agree with we each can, other. I can, I can play the villain or whatever you need me to do. <laughs> you can uh, get into your like, get into your Philly sports mode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, um, I want to um, stop. We'll be right back. I'm going to stop it real quick and then um, re yep. do it. All right. All right. We are back. We're going to talk some Champions League. Um, not the CONCACAF Champions League. It looks like, it's not going to look like there's going to be any MLS teams in the CONCACAF Champions League. So we're not really going to talk about that in a, on the show from now on. We might mention it, but we're not gonna do like a breakdown about it. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll break down uh, the UEFA Champions. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't be disappointed. Yeah. Um, yeah, UEFA Champions League. Okay, here's how we're gonna do this. Do you want to do the results we kind of expected, or do you want to do the ones that are kind of surprises first? Let's do the ones we expected. I think uh, the one I expected the most. Was Liverpool two, Porto nil? Was it the same with you? Yeah, I mean that game pretty much went the way that I expected it to. Um, but I will say, um, well, I guess the hope is that they Porto is going to play at home in the second leg, so we'll see if that gives them a boost. Um, yeah, but this one looks like it's probably over. <laughs> yeah, I kind of well, normally. If, if if it was two nothing Porto, I'd say, oh, this could be an exciting second leg. Right. But because it's Liverpool, who I think are clearly the better team, mm-hmm. uh, and it had, yeah, they're just they're just better, and they got a lead. So I know the home field is going to be nice for Porto in the second leg, but I don't think it's going to be enough. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I guess we can't like do or the. Call them dead. Call it dead yet? But uh, it, you know, they, Porto really doesn't have anything to be disappointed about. It's been a it's been a great season for them. A great run in the Champions League. So, um, I think people are surprised that they even made it this far. Yeah, I I was very surprised. Um, so Barcelona. We, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say we're gonna move on to the the next expected result. Uh-huh. It's got to be Barcelona, right? That's right. Barcelona one. Man City, sorry, Man City, Mini United zero. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I do think Barcelona was mostly the better team. I'm surprised they didn't get like at least one more goal, but um, they were clearly the better team. You know, Man, Man United only down one goal, but it's going to be tough going to Barcelona and you know trying to, um, and you know trying to get that goal back. Uh, but they do only need to score one. So that that's that's a thing, but that's a, a good thing. But it's, I, I don't I don't see it. I I could kind of see Barcelona putting that away early uh, with you know 
with Messi. Um, he 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 always he him and Ronaldo always seem to come up in these big spots when the team needs them. So I I, I don't I don't think that Man Man United is going to be able to do this. But Ollie's at the wheel, so everything's great. Yeah, I I was a little disappointed with Barcelona to be honest. I thought they were going to put it away a little more. Yeah. Than they ended up doing. There is um, hope. There is hope if you're a Man United fan because you really only need to score one. Yeah, they really just need one. Yeah, and um, as they proved in the last rounds, like they can fluke their way to victory. Yeah, but that was against a different caliber of opponent. Uh, I I guess I I might I might dispute that to be honest. But uh, wait, what? Are you serious? Yes. You think that you think that PSG is in the same class as Barcelona? Yeah. Do you not? No, I no. Really? No, I mean I'm not saying that like PSG is like significantly worse than Barcelona, but I do think just even off of just like those guys on Barcelona have been through like everything and they've kind of won everything and it just like the experience alone, which PSG really doesn't have. Doesn't guys have. Barcelona have done that? What? Which guys at Barcelona have done that? Well, I guess like the guy at the top. <laughs> You know, messy. The one guy. Yeah, but like, look at, like, uh, look at Juventus though. I mean, they're really like they're just kind of riding Ronaldo, so it's not like it's a crazy thing to say. Okay. But I just think there is a, there isn't there that I think that there's a real aura to all Barcelona. Yeah, okay. Unlike, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. That's what. It, okay, that's fine. What? what no, do you dispute? Go ahead. You can dispute it if you want. No, that's just. That's, I mean, I guess that's worth something. Obviously. It is it's worth something. It's like that, you know, go, going into going into a game down one goal at the at the new camp as opposed to like like PSG Stadium is like it's night and day. It's like a completely different atmosphere, a completely different feeling. So I do think it kind of matters. I'm sorry, it's not a big it's not a big statistical argument. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I say it's a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, 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 okay. I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this again. This is not this uh, the XG and uh, advanced that argument. But say, let's give two scenarios. Say this PSG was in the same position against like a man or whoever, and they uh, they needed a goal. Who do you really trust on PSG to get you a goal off a free kick? Or off just any any just a goal. Uh, I'm not saying you don't have great players, but who do you? Okay, no, no, no. I understand that they have great players, but I'm saying like, yeah, I'm talking about great players coming up through in great moments and big moments. You do you see what I'm saying? I would say I agree. Barcelona has had more historical success than PSG. That is. Undeniably true. But okay, even how you even this you you think you think that PSG is better than Barcelona? I'm just saying you stack the like the players they got out there, and you're telling me the difference in talent is just so dramatic. I'm not saying they're not talented, but you could be talented and not like win everything. Look at yeah, as PSG has proven. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that like PSG is trash. I guess we do make fun of PSG a lot in this podcast, yeah. but but I'm not saying I'm not, well, my point is not that they don't have talent. It's just that 
they haven't they haven't done it. So how can I? We don't have we don't have any like proof that they are can come up in these big moments. Um, that's true. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying I'm saying they're still good at playing soccer. I agree. <laughs> all right. We agree. Moving on. All right. Fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. I guess we'll go into our surprises. You want to? Um, Let's do Ajax uh, uh, Juventus first. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. I would say Ajax, they got to feel, I think, I'm disappointed. I think they uh, feel like they probably, I think they should feel like they could have gotten more from that game. I don't know what you think. Um, yeah, I mean, it just, like, this Ronaldo kind of bit them in the ass. Um I, I agree with you. I think they should, probably should have gotten more, maybe. But um, how do you feel going into the second leg? Uh, well, actually, I think uh, I still think Ajax could get it done. To be honest, I know going on the road is going to be tough, but they're a really good team. Yeah, they are. Um, you know, it's going to be a it's going to be a different uh, task going to going to Turin than Madrid. You know. Um, I think a lot of fear with uh, you were kind of disputing with me on this Barcelona thing about. I think a lot of the reasons why everyone was like, "Oh, Real Madrid's going to win this," is mostly because of the historical. Um, Juventus. No, yeah, no. Sorry, we're talking about the Ajax uh, Real Madrid uh, game. I think where like everybody was like, kind of like Ajax is dead. One day we're down on the on the on the goals, but um, also I think people were looking at like the history and not so much the talent has. Um, of Real Madrid. Um, but I think like uh, Juventus is a much better team than Real Madrid is, in my opinion. Well, they've got Ronaldo, which helps a lot. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, now, now great player. Now you want to agree with my great players come up in great moments, big moments argument. Huh? Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't know if the talent level on Juve is that much lower than the talent level on Real Madrid or higher. Whichever one you want to argue, I, I okay, that's 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 fair, but I I do think they're they are better than Real Madrid, certainly this year. Yeah, for sure. And also, they can they can bunker down and just they can make the game totally unwatchable if they want to. You know, they they're a great defensive team. Yes, they are. They definitely are. So, <laughs> but um. Yeah, and plus they've got the away goal, so they could just try to get a nil. I don't think they're going to try to get a nil-nil at home. I think they're going to try to score Juventus. Mm-hmm. I think they got a, the talent to do it. So, And you know Ajax is going to be just attacking. Mm-hmm. So it should be an exciting game, I think. Yeah. Um, all right, well, you want to make a – you want to give a – I want to put you on a spot who's going to who's, – who's going to the semifinal. Um, oh, really. my heart says Ajax, but I think my, well, yeah, screw it. It doesn't matter. I'm going to say Ajax. Why not? All right. You're totally wrong. Say Juventus. <laughs> I was setting you up because you're really talking, you're really praising Ajax. I think they're really good. They are really good. I, but I don't think they have, uh, enough. I guess to... they haven't done it. So well, I mean, they could do it. I, I could see them. I could see I could see them winning. I don't think it would be that big of a shock. Or I mean, it would be a shock, but I think like um I wouldn't 
I don't know. It just I, I could see it happening, but I I just think that at the end of the day, um, Juventus has Ronaldo. That's right. I mean, that's been a pretty good bet on Ronaldo. Yeah, he's only won like three Champions Leagues in a row. Yeah, been four in the last five. Yeah. So, um, um, do we want to get to the team with the most talent in Europe right now? Um. Yeah. Sure. I assume you're talking about Man City, right? Yeah, the team that lost. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to make a weird argument here. It's like, oh, uh, wait, Spurs is okay, but I don't know about that. They So they lost one nothing to Tottenham. Yeah. In Tottenham's new stadium. Um, they got the beer. Only- the beer comes from the bottom, not the top. <laughs> What's that? Did you, not see, did you not see that? So, like, they have, like, these little things where, like, beer comes from, like, the... um. Like the the keg is like at the bottom and it has like a magnet or something. So like the beer comes from the bottom. It's like a little thing. And then like I'll you didn't you didn't I thought I showed you this video. Okay, no, I think I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah. I don't know how those work. It's it's magic as far as I know. Yeah, well, there's like it's like a little magnet. So when you pull it up, it like goes down and that's how the beer doesn't fall out or something. Ah, interesting. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> the actual football. The actual game. Yeah. So. Uh, it was a finish one nothing Tottenham. Sun Hung Min got the goal. Uh, and um, what is this? I guess uh, Manchester City kind of uh, bottling it in the uh, Champions League again? Uh, I guess they bottled it. I don't know. I just think um, it's not the worst result if you're Man City because you have the home game coming up. But, yeah, um, you really could have, like – kind of really not not put it away if you would have scored but really like made it on like an impossible mark on the climb uh i'm still pretty confident they're gonna win this um we i too i mean we you know they can kind of turn it to make uh another analogy another sport they're kind of like the warriors to me where they I, i think they can although they're not really they haven't really done in the champions league but in terms of like they can turn it on when they need to so i wouldn't be um I'm not too worried about them, to be honest. Yeah, uh, they definitely have... I was a little confused by the lineup choices that were made. Uh, obviously, the lineup they put out was still insanely good. Um, <laughs> but uh, I kind of feel like uh, Kevin De Bruyne and Leroy Sané would have been would have been good to start the game with. Um, maybe not, uh, but... Those are two good players, and I think they could have used them. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Mention, I guess I think, they're saving them for the Premier League, but or maybe for the second leg. But it's kind of like I don't know. I just feel like you should be putting all your eggs in winning the Champions League. Well, yeah, it is hard. I mean, well, that's what winning the quadruple is like. You've just got lots every big game. Every game is big this time of season. So well, if I was if I was a Man City fan, I would just personally be like we've won everything except for the champions league so i just want to win that and kind of like how like liverpool fans are like really want to win the league because they haven't won the league in so long and i it just feels weird that i don't know but i guess they're also trying to like do something historic um so they you're you're right that they have to consider kind of everything i don't think they can really even say like um like favor a competition they have to really kind of go all out and everything, especially this late in the season. Uh-huh. In this game, you know, 
it sort of felt like to me that Manchester City were just like, you know, if we just get through this game, then we can just win it at home in the second leg. Right. Um, they ended up giving up a goal late. That was uh, it was a good goal by um, Son Heung-min, but um, I don't know. It sort of felt like maybe the goal should have done a little better. Yeah. Also, the the ball shit was out of bounds. Do you think so? It looked well, like it was out of bounds to me. I mean, I watched the replay like three or four times, and it I, it, it looked out to me. I mean, really? but I, I do kind of agree that the goalkeeper should have stopped it, and also, like, other, like, five defenders in the box should have done something, too. Yeah. I, I, I think he kept it in, personally. That's fair. I mean, I'm not going to, like, a big gripe about it. It, did, it looked out to me, but, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, they they should have it shouldn't have they should have been able to stop him in some way but um yeah I think that I think Tottenham needed like probably one more goal to really make this make me think that oh they can do this so I'm, yeah I just wanted them to like just get destroyed at home but I'm pretty sure that Man City's gonna come through but we'll see we'll see I don't know that's a tough that's a tough it's a tough call plus uh like I said Harry Kane went out with an injury. Right. It, the prognosis doesn't seem super good for him returning in the second leg, which is bad news since he's their best player. Well, ESPN and The Guardian and BBC, I just Googled Harry Kane, says uh, significant injury, significant ankle, ankle injury. Uh, which, whatever, it's hard to say what that even means. In Deli Ali, apparently fractured his hand, so not going great. Yeah, but they still did get the win, so you know they could. It's possible. Yeah, I mean, maybe the. I mean, if they can just not, all they have to do is just not give up a goal. Um, yeah, what is hard against Man City, but just in the sense of like, take out the context of who you're playing. Like, you you are winning. You just have to like not lose. <laughs> This is simple. I just make me a coach. Come on. Yeah, it's a, but, but you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, they obviously, just, yeah. um, well, they, you know, it's obviously harder than that, but it's like, they do have, obviously are coming with an advantage. So, you know, the strategy is going to be different. Maybe, maybe they play more defensive and maybe they won't really miss Harry Kane. Cause they don't need, they don't necessarily need to score. Yeah. Until they're behind and need to score. Well, <laughs> Well, that is true, but I was trying to, uh, you know, I I give I give Tottenham all a flag of the pocket, trying to be a little positive. No, I mean, yeah, I guess you can be positive. I'm not really for Tottenham too much, but uh, it seems, yeah, I'm definitely picking Manchester City. Yeah, me too. Uh, the best team in Europe. I'm just gonna just whatever the outcome of the Champions League. Is this season? I'm just gonna state for the record: Manchester City is the best team in Europe this year. Well, couldn't wouldn't it be safer to say the most talented team in Europe? Yeah, I guess PSG is maybe like the second or third. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) I don't like. I don't disagree with you that they're talented. I'm not gonna let this go. Clearly, I know. I know you're not. Um, I have uh, one more Champions. I don't know if you have any other Champions League thoughts. No, no. I, th- I think I've got. I've, 
hadn't enough Champions League thoughts <laughs> on um, podcast. So when Chris Smalling elbowed Messi in the face, um, the comment—I forget who was commentating on the game—but the commentator was like, "Oh, that's just an old-fashioned English tackle," which is like. First of all, that wasn't a tackle because he elbowed him. He didn't slide at him. So I don't know. That was just a weird comment. That was like a very old English guy comment to say. And I think that might be the title of the episode, Old Fashioned English Tackle. Eh. I mean, he did, I guess, did they give him a yellow card for that? I don't really remember. I believe so. He's just letting him know he was there. This established... They, no, actually, they didn't. He didn't. There's no card. Yeah. It's just a foul. I, I didn't really think there should have been, to be honest. Hello, my elbow's here, so please move your face. I mean, he was going for the ball. No, I, I'm not saying he was dirty, but I just think I just thought that was a funny... I just thought it was a, a funny comment uh, about the... This is like old, old-fashioned, back when men were men. Yeah, because what... I mean, what, what injures... Or injures me. Or catches Messi is uh, is like the the hand there at the end, kind of after he hit him. Yeah. So, yeah. I was I was going to chalk that one up as mostly it looked worse than it really was. To be honest. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, I think the people who don't watch soccer say that like, um, like the soccer isn't physical. It's like a lot of the things that were like uh, gets physical is like when you're both going to the ball and limbs are flying and you know it might not be like you're fighting like in hockey but you know you get hit in the face with an elbow every once in a while yeah or like yeah. bang your head against another dude's head mm-hmm. or get you know tackled right in the ankle yeah by a guy wearing spikes yeah yeah no, I was playing uh I was playing I was playing. <laughs> soccer with Juan Diego once and he was I was wearing like cleats they weren't even like like real like spikes like serve spikes but there was spikes and I accidentally stepped on his foot he was like oh my god he was like and he's like basically yelled so I though I know like the real like soccer like cleats are like they're like they'll put like a hole in you oh yeah <laughs> yeah don't they're <laughs> Like I said, it's a full contact sport, man. Yeah. Uh, I think that wraps it up. Yeah, I haven't got anything else. All right. Um, yeah, so on all the podcast streaming things, Instagram.com slash IndirectKickPod, all the social stuff is that. Um, Greg is still making music. I'll link his thing. And, yeah, uh, Steve Horvath made the cover art. Um yeah, that's it. I, that's all the things I have to say. All right. All right. See you next time. All right. Bye.